0: celebrating our connection with our pets this is animal radio hey you welcome
1: 1-866-405-8405 to connect with anyone of the animal radio dream team i'm hal abrams i'm judy francis she's the first voice you hear when you call that number by the way what a joy huh
2: Oh, thank you, thank
1: you. She'll figure out if you need to speak to Doctor Debbie or Dog Father Joey Volani, animal communicator Joey Turner, or Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. All here to answer your questions. Lori Roberts working on news today. How was your Halloween, Lori?
3: It was fantastic. We where we are, uh, we don't get uh, a lot of hol- uh, trick or treaters, but no. you know we get a couple hearty souls that battle their way over here. <laughs> so, I always buy the candy that I don't like. Uh, ah, good. Amounts, uh. Sorry, but anything with coconut, you know, and so uh, that way when. And what? if we have any leftover I take like it coconut? in coconut? <gasps> no. Bring it oh, not here in the candy bar. <laughs> Bring it here in the studio, please. <laughs> also uh, and I want to mention if if you know you have any leftover Halloween candy, any local group in your area that collects items to send to troops overseas. They oh. love sending that stuff. Oh, really? That good doesn't idea. milk? Yeah. It's a good... It's a, well, yeah, they got to be careful about the chocolate thing they can't have, but anything uh, else they can send. How about yeah. you,
1: Judy? How was your Halloween? Did you make out good? I, I know that you had the trick-or-treat bag, and of course you had uh, the dog biscuit <laughs> the dog. bag.
2: Actually, she got more stuff than I did, yeah. but uh, that's okay, and <laughs> she's... <laughs> We're still working on uh, washing off yeah, some she's, of that color. she's still a lovely color. Yeah, but you know, like like Joey said, if I just keep her this color until Christmas, I'll add a little bit of green and she'll be ready to go.
1: <laughs> now, <the fact laughs> Put that she some can't, antlers on her yeah. and will be good. She go. can't green, lay on red. the floor, though, because the ants... Uh, get all over her, don't they? No, oh.
2: no, I use sugar-free. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I just got to keep you Your ants would be embarrassed. <laughs> well,
1: election day is over. We're real happy about that. Oh,
2: no more commercials. Yes.
1: Daylight savings begins uh, tonight, tomorrow. Uh, 2 a.m.? Is it 2 a.m. that generally happens? O'clock. Yeah, you know, it we yeah, used to just be... Just
2: before
3: you go
1: to bed.
2: Yeah, it used to be a week ago on uh, Halloween. We uh, You know, at the end of the month, we used to have to do that. But yeah. I have to admit, I you know, I'm not a Bush fan, but that's one thing he did was be able to push it back a little.
1: Yeah, see, Joey doesn't agree with you, and he says it's screwing up the dogs. But, uh, you know, and, and play. This is like Arizona. They don't even celebrate that. They don't uh, respect.
4: And they get along just fine, don't they? They do, don't they? Yeah.
1: (laughs) Maybe even somewhat better. Who knows? Okay, and you're working on news about the microchip. And this is kind of frustrating. We're big microchip fans here. We believe that your animal should be microchipped. But there there's a new lawsuit coming out. What's going on?
3: Yeah, apparently Merck's Home Again Pet Chip is the one that's the uh, target of some people who say that the microchips are causing cancers in their pets. And there's quite a few lawsuits that are cropping up about that. Something kind of interesting to keep an eye out on.
1: More information about that in the news. And I also know that Mm -hmm. your city and I don't want I don't want to tease. I'm just a tease. But I know your city is in the news uh, Uh because it happens to be one of the top pet friendliest cities. Is that correct?
3: That's right, and it's the only one in California. Ooh, ooh. Uh, Oregon had several. Uh, also, uh, Colorado had a few. North Carolina had a few, but only one in California. If I'll you want, want to find out if that. your
1: city is in that, uh, coming up in the news with Lori Roberts. Also today, Alexandra Horowitz back from uh, inside of a dog. Remember that book? She just knows so much about what goes on in a dog's head. And let me tell you, oftentimes what we think is going on <laughs> in their head is it's not, not the true, case. No. Yeah. Uh, but she's done a lot of research
5: and she's back. Joey Volani, what are you working on today? What am I working on today? You know what? We had, I seen a Sholo. You know what a Sholo is? It's one of yeah. those hairless dogs, Mexican hairless. Um, a Sholo? No. And I seen one of them, and um, the person asked me, how do I keep this dog clean? So I figured it's a perfect topic to talk about because not only hairless dogs, but hairless cats as well. Mm-hmm. And it's a quick, easy method how to keep them clean and fresh, and they don't get, um, um, Blackheads and that sort of thing. So because these dogs do, they're, they're prone to blackheads. Wow. Huh? Yeah, you got to squeeze them out. Oh. Do they get colder because they don't have that fur? um Yes, they do. Absolutely, absolutely. It's 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 um, you know what? Hair is insulation. So well, you don't have it. Hey, you know, you can't regulate you go. that
2: temperature. Well, that's all
1: coming exactly. up with uh, Joey Volani. Just up a couple of minutes. We're gonna head to the phones next. Right here. If you want to talk to any one of the Dream Team, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions, or dog father Joey Villani, animal communicator Joey Turner, or Vladi the world-famous Russian dog wizard, put your fat little fingers or your thin little fingers on the phone right now and dial 1-866-405-8405. And we'll
6: go to the phones next. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more.
0: Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. But well, don't forget
1: about the dream team: Doctor Debbie answering your vet medical questions, Dog Father Joey Volani, with your <laughs> grooming questions. Oh, bless you, Animal Communicator Joy Turner. I'm sorry, Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. Uh, go ahead, you can yawn. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh,
1: wake you up over there? Yeah,
2: yeah, you're waking me up. Turn the music down a little bit, please. <laughs>
1: Just like Ladybug, the studio stunt dog, she's asleep. And I don't know where Boog, the studio cat is. He's out and about today. Did mm-hmm. he not know it was show day?
2: I guess not. Did he, you, she's not in the the here snoring away.
1: Maybe he's off in Vegas, where I understand yes. the Caesars Palace, uh, Caesar's yep. Palace and the Imperial Palace are opening up their doors to animals. And the Rio.
3: Mm-hmm. Wow. Yes. Wow. Yeah, and I've stayed at Caesars several times, and I, I think that would be pretty cool to be able to take your pet there.
6: Absolutely. So yeah,
3: the, there is a weight limit, and there's a twenty dollar fee a night, but they do have some really nice amenities for pets.
1: And can the hmm. pets gamble? I guess is the question. I mean, if
3: they're over twenty one, <laughs>
1: if they're over twenty one, okay. Yeah.
3: And I'm not even going to ask about pet hookers. That's something I'm just not even.
1: <laughs> All the details Sorry. coming up. In, no, that's okay. It's it's just Sorry. like old times. It's I just had a warm warm <laughs> moment there. It's all coming up in the news. Also, something that's just as controversial with humans is just as controversial with the animal stem cell. Research. Yes. And, mm-hmm. While uh, I guess legislation is keeping it from happening on the human side, it's it's go- It's very very active on the animal side, especially in yeah. Canada. Is that correct?
3: Well, Canada is using a new system where they can perform it right in their in their clinics. Whereas most times you need to send out tissue samples and everything else. But this new system, you, the veterinarian can do it right in his clinic. But in the United States, over seven thousand animals have been treated with stem cell treatment uh-huh. with eighty percent positive results. Oh, really? That's Good. That's, yeah, that's significant. That's encouraging.
1: All that coming up in the news in just a few minutes if you want to connect with us right now, Dr. Debbie, uh, walking in ready to answer your vet medical questions, dog father Joey Volani with their grooming questions, animal communicator Joey Turner and Blody the World famous Russian dog wizard. We're all here at your beck and call, you lucky dog.
7: Well, hello guy. Yes, hello. How are you doing today? Um, I'm okay. I'm okay.
1: I've got the good doctor here. How can we help you?
7: Well, um, I've got a short page she's eight years old and mm-hmm. she just recently uh acquired uh kidney failure and i've had on uh, blue buffalo for about six months and i heard okay. this morning on your program that, uh uh that they're recalling blue buffalo uh, that
4: is true yeah do you know what type of blue buffalo food
7: well we've been using the dry food uh it comes in all the derived uh you know, Flavors it comes in, like, you know, salmon and chicken. and
4: Okay. Because it's really important that we know exactly what type. And if you're not certain, I'm going to ask you to look at your label and either go to the FDA's website or the Blue Buffalo website. Because there are certain flavors. There's a wilderness chicken. I believe there's a salmon potato and some other ones out there. Yeah. So if, you, if it, yeah, we Yeah, we, we've tried all of them. Okay. Well, what's going to be important when we're talking about food and whether or not a food is implicated is right now this is fairly well defined for blue buffalo in the recall. Um, So. I would ask you to look at that product, make sure it is or isn't on the label of the ones that are affected. If it's not in the list of the products that are involved in the food recall, we're going to throw that out the window. We're not going to talk about that right now because the reason is um, with Sharpays, um, they have, when you say kidney disease, they have a special spot for certain types of kidney disease. And one type that they are very prone to is um, a type that's called an amyloid uh, type disorder. And it's where this, this... Substances deposited in the kidneys and as well as in other organs, and it can lead to kidney failure um, with time. So, that's something that um, I see quite a bit in Sharpe. Some of them, we can see some clues when they're younger that they might have that potential. Um, and others, you know, just kind of comes up and we're not really uh, forewarned that that could be uh, something going on. Um, yeah. But what is going on with your your pup right now? Well, she,
7: she she's she's uh, she's on she's been at the doctor for three, three days and she's on incident. and uh, she, you know she's very thin and uh, they are gonna are going release her Monday uh, tomorrow we're gonna release her and she's gonna okay. try and make it on her own. After, okay.
4: Hopefully she's had, have they identified some improvement with some of her kidney function on the, on the tests?
8: Well,
7: uh, the doctor said that we are just going to have to wait until she gets home and see how she does, see if she, uh, comes around.
4: Yeah yeah and and that 's kind of the challenge with kidney disease is in some cases we can find single things that may cause it, whether it 's a toxin, an infection um, or some other type of process uh, that causes that in some cases, it just kind of gradually creeps up on us, and a pet can only compensate to a certain degree, and then we start to see signs of kidney disease, drinking a lot, urinating a lot, maybe vomiting, uh, weight loss, um, all of those things, when they start to come on, then then the best way we can treat that is with uh, aggressive fluids, a hospital stay, kind of like what you're going through, and then some other medicines to balance some of the different um, electrolyte problems that they can have. Our um, other two things that
7: we just lost last <laughs> year, both of them. One one was uh, 14, and uh, he, he had stomach cancer, and the other one was uh, 15, but he was murdered. And, uh, oh,
4: goodness. Oh, goodness. But he was
7: healthy. You know, I mean, he, he you know, and I'm really surprised yeah. because she never had any problem at all until, uh, actually, uh, as far as I can figure out, till we started, you know, this blue buffalo was supposed to be so good.
1: No, well you know it's it's a good food but you got to you got to make sure it was not part of that lot and you need to rule that out first of all. I think that's the first and most important thing to make sure it's on the list or not on the list, right? Right, right. absolutely
4: because for for the Blue Buffalo company they they have stepped up to the bat and they're identifying for you what different products and what, uh, expire dates that are involved. But, um, from what I've learned from colleagues, um, you know, the company has stood behind that. And if we document the vitamin D and the calcium level, and we can confirm that this is a case of, uh a problem with their food they're they're reimbursing people for some of their medical care but that would be the trick and, and that might be a question i'd ask you to go back and pick up the phone and ask your veterinarian what was your pets calcium level if well, it was I, normal I him
7: this morning and uh, after i called you i did talk to him he said that her calcium level was uh, was okay
4: okay and there you go because the pets that are affected with this blue buffalo recall are having problems because of high calcium in the food so if we don't have that Documented on your pet's blood findings, I'm going to say it's very unlikely that it's related to this dietary recall. Um, In that case, then I look at more of some of these sharp hay diseases or chronic kidney disease that can cause that problem. Yeah, I I kind of focus our attention differently when we can document it's not a calcium level imbalance. But still, a lot that we can do for kidney disease. So there's not that you're out of hope, um, but definitely the fluid management, um, you know, medicine to help settle her tummy, make her feel better in that way, and encourage her appetite. So um, my best wishes go out to you, Guy, and I hope your baby makes a, a speedy recovery there.
1: 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team. And I also want to throw this out there right now. There is an entire list of all the recalls since 2007 over at AnimalRadio.com. And by the way, if you didn't know, there's been 997 different pet food recalls since 2007. Pretty incredible, yeah. huh? All of those lists over at the website at animalradio.com. You get the lot numbers and the expiration numbers. Let's go back to the phones.
9: 1-866-405-8405.
0: Animal Radio is brought to you by...
10: One-Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains, pet stains, crayon marks, mildew. One-Shot and it's gone. Call 1-866-734-1120 or go to OneShotPlus.com to get yours now.
11: Hi, I'm Steve Garvey and I'm here with my good friend, actor and pet food guru, Dick Van Patten. Hiya, Steve. It's good to see you. Dick, my two dogs have been on your natural balance for years. They love it. They look great. So what's the secret? It's simple. Our formulas are developed by top nutritionists
7: and based on scientific fact. And then they're made with the best ingredients. It's just
11: a winning combination. It is, just like Russell to Lopes to Garvey. (laughs) Thanks for that. Hey, everyone,
0: if you love your pets like I love mine, try Natural Balance. Your dog's your best friend and always ready to show you love. Give that love back with Pure Love Dog Treats from Sargeant's. They're low in fat, contain omega fatty acids, and no animal byproducts. Sargeant's Pure Love Treats, the perfect way to bring happiness and health to your dog all in the same bite. Bacon, peanut butter, and honey flavors make these treats irresistible. There's a Sargeant's Pure Love Treat for every size dog. Live with purpose. Love with passion. Treat with Pure Love. Visit SentryPetCare.com for more. Why read a newspaper in the age of the Internet? Because you take the time to think things through, like your love of animals. You want to know where your voice and donations can be most effective. Animal People is the newspaper for people who care enough about animals to give real thought to how best to help animals.
1: Request your free sample copy at www.animalpeoplenews.org.
10: Let's face it. Life happens from spills to pet stains. One-Shot Plus Multipurpose Cleaner attacks everyday stains, eliminating the need for other cleaning products. Pet stains, crayon marks, mildew. One-Shot and it's gone. Save for the environment, your pets, and your family. Call 1-866-734-1120 and mention Animal Radio. That's 1-866-734-1120. Or go to oneshotplus.com to get yours now. Hi, this is Nancy
12: Cartwright, the voice of Bart Simpson, and you're listening to Animal Radio. Don't have a cow, man.
1: When you're walking your dog, and they stop, and it seems like they they dribble a little bit, they're marking their territory there. What are they doing? What are they saying? What are they leaving? What message... Uh,
2: Are they covering up? Are they responding? Are they saying, hey, I was here too? What are they doing?
1: I know Mm -hmm. that uh, Vlade says when animals, the dogs smell each other's butt, it's like they're Googling each other. (laughs) (laughs) So what are they doing when they they mark around the the neighborhood, when you take them for a walk? Well, we're going to find out in just a few minutes. We have Alexandra Horowitz joining us. Familiar name. You may remember she's been on several times. She's a researcher. She's wrote a book called Inside of a Dog. Great book. About a year ago. It. Was it a year ago? Two yeah, ago? Yeah, I think so. And she has the answers to these questions like how dogs can actually smell time. Ooh. Yeah, kind of weird. Mm-hmm. All on the way. If you want to check in with Dr. Debbie, answering your vet medical questions or dog father, Joey Volani, animal communicator, Joey Turner, or Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. We're going to the phones in just a couple of minutes here. And I see there's uh, news about the microchip coming up in just a few minutes. Lori Roberts reporting. Yeah. What is it? What is it?
3: Well, some people are saying, and maybe we should ask Dr. Debbie about this, uh, in that they're saying the radiation in the microchip itself is causing cancer in the area where the microchip was embedded. Hmm. Uh, Merck's Merck's Home Again Pet Chip is the one specifically being targeted for lawsuits right now.
1: Okay. Well, we're very much an advocate of these microchips.
3: Absolutely. Yeah.
1: And so we're going to get to the bottom of this and find out if this is just an isolated case or if there's a a bunch of cases. What's going on? More details. it's
3: a nuisance lawsuit some people are saying yeah
1: that. what uh, why just because you know, why would they want to do that why would they what would they get out of that what would they benefit out of a nuisance lawsuit i don't understand well lo- lawyers are going
3: to make some money sure
2: yeah
1: uh, okay well they always make out in these they always win on yes. any side
3: sometimes they're just paid to go away that's where they get their money huh.
1: mm-hmm.
3: exactly so this is something that we'll just keep an eye on
1: more details on the way 866 405 8405 ladybugs begging for her treats again Her chicken treats from Stella and Chewy's.
2: She knows the sound of that jar. If I open them for one of the cats, she comes running. She can hear that jar opening.
1: Yeah, I don't even know why they call it treats. It's chicken. There's no preservatives. There's nothing in it. It's freeze-dried chicken. That's the only ingredient. It's very healthy. We feel very confident feeding it to Ladybug as well as the studio cats. They go crazy over it. You can get them to do almost anything with one of those. (laughs) Just don't get between the treat and their mouth. Yes, lose a finger. Of course, that's the same company, Stella and Chewy's, that makes the Stella and Chewy's dinners with all the fun names that we like.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: The dandy lamb.
2: The duck duck goose. <laughs> the Let's see. Chewie's chicken. Chewy's chicken. And Stella's beef.
1: All good stuff. And they're, they're like little patties, freeze-dried patties. It's a raw diet, fresh ingredients raised naturally, no added hormones or antibiotics. It is the official food of Ladybug, the studio stunt dog. And we'd like to send you a sample. Would you like a sample? We'll send you a patty. You can try it out on your dog. Send us a self-addressed stamped envelope. All the information over at the website at animalradio.com. And we'll send you back a sample of Stella and Chewie's. Of course, you can learn more over at their website, StellaandChewy's.com. Let's take a call for Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Hi, Juanita. Hi. How are you? Good, thank you. Where are you calling from today?
13: I'm calling from Victorville, California. Oh, you got to love
1: Victorville.
13: Yeah, I do. (laughs) I have Vlade here. How can he help you? Hi, flyday. I have uh, a Bull Mastiff, and I have a Shepherd mix. I got her from the Pound, and uh, a Pomeranian that I also got from the Pound. And they've been together for, uh, well, the Pomeranian was the last dog, and so they've been together for about two years
14: i'm i'm kind of I'm kind of amazed because the third one is really does not match to the first two so that <laughs> you um, for very I- you're very you're a very exotic person you know you have a very exotic name I still cannot pronounce your name how, how uh, tell me tell me one more time your name please juanita Juanita, and you live in very exotic place, which is I never been, but I heard very interesting place which you live. Yeah. And you have a whole variety of the dogs. You have a whole pack. Uh, you have a also, who, el- who else lives in your house? Cats? My husband, husband and my son. Ah, okay. So you have a f- uh, one, two, three, five creatures in your house. Yes. Okay. <laughs> so what's the problem? And we love to death. <laughs> who? Your husband the, or the, dog? The, the, who you
13: um, the shepherd mix. She's female. And just recently, like maybe in the last six months, she's, she growls at, um, while well, she growls at the Pomeranian most of the time, but that's because he moves around in the house a lot. And she growls also at the um, bull master, but that's only like when he's laying down and <laughs> he decides he's not comfortable and he gets up and he starts moving around and she starts growling.
14: Oh, boy. And uh, <laughs>
13: my son says it only happens when I come home. When I'm not there. He said they're fine the whole time as soon as they come you in the see, door. She, you know she's
14: yeah, it's a very common. First of all, I mean, your shopper is, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, it seems to me Germans and Americans, uh, American Mastiff and German shoppers, they're getting along really well. I mean, I uh, understand how for grabbing Pomeranian, I would bite that dog too if I was German shopper. Because uh, those dogs are nuts, barking and all the things. But um, going against American Mastiff, it's a little bit more problematic. Now, Yeah, yeah so why... She behaves like this, and she behaves in your presence. pet owners listen up when the dog is showing aggressive behavior it's always happening because of one of the, of one of the three things competing uh for the toy, for the food, and for the owner's attention that's the third one is present here, yeah, so how we can fix it? How many children you have you said
13: uh one boy. And he's 19?
14: Yeah. If you were like me, I raised two boys. You know, I wanted to have a second girl, but my wife brought to me a second boy. I still cannot <laughs> forgive her for that. So if you would raise two boys, yeah, that was a, her fault. It's always her fault. <laughs> if you would raise two boys, you would understand what I'm talking about. Any, yeah. any two kids at the same age, if you create the environment what they will feel they are two or three kids, whatever, they're in trouble. They're becoming friends. So yeah. your goal is not to figure out who is the boss among themselves right now. Among themselves. You are the boss. But what yeah. you should create the an environment where they would feel all of them in trouble. Basically, all of them should worry about you coming in and not compete for your attention. So you need to play the role. It's nothing being mean or things. just a playing role, being a good actress. You need to be like a, almost like a Taliban husband who comes home, and not giving his wife's kisses or hugs and just telling her go do dishes, go do Londres, that type of the job. So oh. basically yeah, I know in America that would not approach would not really go well. In Russia that still would go. Anyway so when you come home you need to be armed not with two by four or A K forty seven, you can be armed with uh um you know that stupid shaking cans when you make the noise when you know? You shake the uh, aluminum can with five six pennies inside. Yeah. You yeah. Instead of just shaking, you can you can open the door and just toss on the floor next to all of them, just to mark your presence. You come in, ah, boom. That's instead of saying, "Hi, babies. How was your day today?" <laughs> so you have to do totally opposite what you've been doing. Okay. Instead of that, if you don't want to toss anything, you also can use uh, my device by name, Pet Convincer, which is emitting spray of the air. Uh, You push the button when you comes in, so basically you shoot them before they start even fight. (laughs) I'm uh, kidding, shooting or not, but it's emitting. It's a very humane device, emitting air and sound. So open the door, toss the can, or use the Pet Convincer startle them as you come in. And from oh,
13: okay. Yeah. Because ah, now okay. when I come in, all three of them, like, come to me at one uh, time. I
14: know. And, yeah, and you kneel down because you, you are very lonely. Your kids are grown. Your husband maybe doesn't like you as much as he liked you before. And now you, your coworkers were beat you all day long. And now you feel like, you know, those dogs come in. You want to kiss them and hug them because that's all that you have. But the dogs very easily confuse human kindness for weakness. Oh, you're you're gonna be alpha bitch. You came in in this home and you tell all of them straight it out. I am came I am came to your home. i mean came to my home and I am not taking that bull. No fighting. Nothing would be toleratable. You're like oh, a warden okay. Who comes home And, and it needs to, This attitude You need to Almost like a Act like a Russian tank In American neighborhood You know Like you're a peaceful person But you touch me Or you touch anyone You're dead
13: Oh Okay
14: And play the role Very sincerely Because the dogs They are oh, themselves yeah. <laughs> best Actors They will feel it Just like that If you're not sincere In other words Open the door And they come Jump jump on you Say Hey how are you Ah uh, Excuse me Don't touch me You know Like the same, oh, almost, okay. Just the opposite. Like I, exactly. So don't touch me. Don't do. I mean, uh, that's it. You know, um, like almost like American girl attitude. Like, don't touch. Don't harass. I will sue you. That's it. What <laughs> Russian government okay. told us before we immigrated. <laughs> don't touch American girls. <laughs> so, toss on the cat. Toss can on the floor. Use the pet can to startle them. From that time, play, yeah. ignore them for 10-15 minutes. Okay? okay. And if they harass you again. Turn your back toward or just nudge them or use the pet convincer or toss another can on the floor. Make sure they totally come down, totally. Once they totally come down and just lay down from that time as the alpha, you have a right to call one dog at a time. You just say, hey, come over, baby, and, and just you pet. One day you pet one dog for a second Time you pet another dog first, and if you see any competition, any friction, ah, 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 you use pet convincer again, aim to the shoulder. Psst. Oh, convincing okay. air comes. So you got to stop it before it starts. You do it okay. for a few weeks and after that you'll be done with this problem. No welcome home celebrations, no grieving before you leave the home. And of course, if I were you, I would also put the and, color and leash on each of your dog and train them a little bit, you know, at least, you know, 10 minutes per day because training creates such a magic. If the dog is trained properly, dogs also behave properly.
1: 1-866-405-8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now. And this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Kempton Hotels. If you're traveling to Boston, you ever been to Boston, Lori?
3: Yes, I have. When I was a, when I was a kid, and Carl Car- and Yastrzemski gave me his autograph. Really? Yes, <laughs> I was like five, you know. But I love Boston. And good baked beans. I'm
1: telling you that right now. Yes. Well, if you're traveling to Boston, take your pet along and stay at the Nine Zero Hotel or the Onyx Hotel just two of over 50 Kempton hotels that are 100% pet-friendly with zero fees and no size or weight limits. Yeah, It's worth repeating, zero fees and no size or weight limits. Find out more about Kempton Hotel's hospitality program by calling 1-888-Kempton,
6: K-I-M-P-T-O-N. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more.
3: This is an Animal Radio News Update. I'm Laurie Roberts for Animal Radio News. Canadian scientists have come up with a way to perform stem cell therapy for pets in their clinics. While stem cell therapy for animals has been around since 2002, it has required tissue samples be sent to California. While some scientists warn that the reliable uses for stem cell therapy are still far off, others say it can help with hip dysplasia, osteoarthritis, and ligament injuries. This new therapy, developed by Metavet of Australia, allows veterinarians to cut fat tissue, you from the animal and use centrifuge and other technologies to separate and activate millions of dormant stem cells. The cells are then injected back into the animal at the problem site such as the hips and into the circulatory system. They report that owners begin to see results in a few days. The therapy doesn't come cheap, costs about 1800 bucks. On one hand, the International Society for Stem Cell Research has set up a website closer look at stemcells.org, designed to warn the public about the lack of scientific evidence that shows the therapy works. On the other side, 7,000 animals have been treated with stem cell therapy in the United States alone, and 80% of those owners surveyed said the quality of life for their pets was much better. A 300-pound, very strong chimp was running loose in Kansas City recently, causing lots of havoc and vandalism. Suiko was locked in a semi-tractor trailer on a vacant lot and escaped, breaking a police car windshield, scaring people, I would guess, kind of a shock. You're taking a stroll in Kansas City. Here's a 300-pound chimp who's very angry. Uh, she pounded on passing cars and flipped the occasional middle finger salute. What? She's probably just trying to tell people how much she loves being locked in a semi-tractor trailer mm. turns out the city confiscated suiko in 1995 but her owner mark achigos threatened to sue and the city not, did not at the time have the legal ground to counter that suit now however it does and suiko will take up residence in the kansas city zoo chimps can live up to 50 years or more and suiko going to be quarantined her first 30 days there to get her used to living with other chimps and i would guess to hopefully discourage her from flipping <laughs> off zoo patrons <laughs> Viva Las Vegas! What happens in Vegas stays in Vegas, and now that goes for your little dog, too. Caesars Palace, the Imperial Palace, and the Rio recently launched a Pet Stay Vegas program. The hotels now have designated pet stay areas, dog walking routes, pet room service menus, and more. Guest rooms will have a doggy mat, food and water dishes, and dog treats. So far, just dogs are welcome, and there is a weight limit, and prices start at $20 a night. An African gray parrot that whistles, oh, so mio, is the center of a battle between a British city and a former owner. Angelo Frolazzo got Coco when he was married several years ago. The marriage broke up, and he returned to Italy, but because of quarantine laws, he did not take cocoa with him leaving him in the care of his ex-wife. Well, he recently returned to Harlow, Essex, and saw Coco in a pet store where he he has been for nine years. In that time, he's become a favorite of employees and customers alike, but Mr. Falazzo wants the bird back, offering to replace Coco with another African gray parrot. He said the bird will be better off in a home with family. They say moving the bird now would be too upsetting, and yes, it's going to court. Anyone who's ever watched Stupid Pet Tricks on The Letterman Show knows that the pets are anything but stupid. It's the tricks that are stupid and pretty funny. Auditions were held in Central Park recently, and the turnout did not disappoint. One little dog had a blue and orange mohawk a Denver Bronco fan, perhaps, and was wearing a cape emblazoned with skull and and crossbones. It's really not a cape unless you have the skull and crossbones. (laughs) There was also Rex, a two-year-old terrier that did a death swoon. Baxter the Yorkie sneezed at the command to sit, sneeze, And tuck the Shih Tzu that had a mean fist bump. Best dressed went to break dancing Chihuahua Tommy T, a five pound breakdancer dancer that wore a black hoodie with orange and black high top sneakers, little bitty Air Jordans, the latest status footwear for pet owners with discriminating taste. For Animal Radio news, I'm Lori Roberts. For breaking animal news, go to animalradio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update. Get more at
10: AnimalRadio.com. This portion of Animal Radio brought to you by...
1: Herm Springer's Quick Release Dog Training Collar. Very humane, very gentle. Find a store near you at AnimalRadio.com. Is your city on the top pet-friendliest cities list? I know mine isn't.
2: I don't think mine is either, <laughs> but it should be. It should yes. be. List you got to change that.
1: Coming up in just a few minutes, Lori Roberts working on that. Also, Alexandra Horowitz inside of a dog. Is it true next week Smokey Robinson is joining us?
2: He is. Isn't that exciting? Yes. Very cool. Whoa! Yes. And then the That's week cool. after is uh, John O'Hurley. Oh, John O'Hurley. Yeah. Ooh. From uh, the. Um, From Seinfeld.
1: Oh, yeah, but he also does the the uh, National Dog Show Show on NBC on Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving. Yes, Mm -hmm. which is what I always do on Thanksgiving, is I watch that show. It's it's so cool.
2: tradition, isn't it? If you don't watch football, then you watch that show.
1: Or you switch in between.
2: Oh. I have the picture in picture. Oh, picture in picture. There you go.
1: (laughs) Ah, Well, good. That's all on the way uh, next week and the following week here on Animal Radio. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog father, Joey Villani. With your grooming questions, animal communicator Joy Turner and Vlade, the world-famous Russian dog wizard. Just a few minutes, the news story about the microchip. This is making waves everywhere right now because yeah. we're not really sure what's going on. We, we're we big advocates of the microchip, but I understand there are a few cases that may indicate that it causes cancer. What's going on there, Lori?
3: Yeah, they're saying that uh, the radiation at the at place of implanting the microchip is causing cancer. Uh, now, there's some lawsuits that have cropped up uh, specifically against Merck's Home Again Pet Chip, but uh, we'll follow that. But It's an interesting story. Now, whether this is some uh, lawyers trying to make some Money, or if this actually is a, a problem. Well, there's Something always been. We're yeah. Watching. She, there's always been a concern. Yeah,
2: but I, but I always said thought that they said yeah, it was absolutely. always encapsulated, that it couldn't leak, it couldn't radiate anything. That's not absolutely. true. So okay. yeah, we'll have to I, find absolutely. So yeah, absolutely.
3: And it's such an invaluable tool in getting your pets back.
2: Definitely.
1: Okay. More details about that coming up in the news right here on Animal Radio in Technicolor. We're available. Oh joy. <laughs> Hi, Elliot. Hi. Uh, How are you doing today?
8: I'm doing all right.
1: What's going on with your pet? Dr. Debbie's right here.
8: Well, okay, hi, well his Well, he's two and a half year old chihuahua. He's got a little bit of mini pin in him, about an eighth, 16th. But uh, all his life, he's, his stools have been kind of thin and watery, or, or I call it uh, slimy. Uh, he got spoiled on people food, and I'm trying to get him back on regular dog food. Okay. And it used to be, if you could... Let him go hungry enough, he would start eating his dog food again. And he's been throwing up.
4: Ah, okay. Wow, we got a lot going on there, Elliot. And when you say slimy poops, he's always been that way. I mean, has that, have you varied his diet? Has he, was that when he was on predominantly dog food?
8: Well, actually, we got him when he was ten weeks old. My son had him. Evidently, they started him on dog and people food from day one.
4: You know what? That really bothers me when I hear that he's always had some digestive disturbance. If he's always had loose poop, and now intermittent vomiting, oh gosh! You know, I'm going to say that that this is really a health problem we're talking about, and not so much just a diet. Problem. Preference issue. Um, the reason being is that we humans unknowingly create medical problems for our pets, and a great way to do that is to feed. Table food. And I can tell you, I had a good intention pet owner just the other day fed prime rib to his pet. And wouldn't you know, vomiting and diarrhea ensued. It's not that it's a bad cut of meat, it's not that it was undercooked. It's just dogs thrive best digestively when they're on a consistent, stable diet. When we give them things that we eat, we're varying their diet from day to day and even from hour to hour. So it's best to try to stick to that food. Um, right. Now, the first thing I'm gonna say is, with that chronic digestive disturbance, I am gonna, if he were here in my office, I would be doing fecal tests, and I would be doing blood work on him, and parasite tests, because all of these things can cause chronic problems. And if we're not addressing that, all of my recommendations for trying to get him to eat a certain food are just gonna be, as worthless as a piece of paper. So um, that's very important. And if you haven't already done a good examination and concern with your veterinarian, I'm going to recommend that. And come armed with poop sample in hand to your veterinary visit for a concern like this. It it, it helps tremendously to have that poop information up front and uh, visible for the veterinarian to look at. So that's your first part of your homework there. Um, I'm now, a
8: driver. I'm over the road. I'm going to have to try and get home or find a vet somewhere out here on the road. Uh,
4: yes, absolutely. I'm and, worried and, about it.
8: He's my little baby. He's
4: absolutely. And, you know, with traveling, you, you, that does open up a whole additional uh, can of worms, if you will, as far as when it comes to things like parasites and intestinal worms. So if you're traveling a lot all across the country, and he's going with you, I'm assuming? Yes. So, you know, this this fellow, more than any other dog, a traveling pet needs to be on regular heartworm preventative and regular deworming for internal parasites. If you're not already on that, that, too, will kind of give you extra weight to get, get him to the veterinarian because we need to be doing that for his health mm-hmm. and preventative care.
8: He's due um, for another heartworm pill, and uh, I haven't de him in a while. I guess I should start doing that you know, before I get to
4: it. Absolutely. Now, and then I guess if we could fast forward and say his health is good, and we're just looking at how do we get a picky eater to eat, uh, there's a lot of tips there, and it's hard if us humans complicate the situation by feeding from the table or feeding treats. So some general right. strategies are to set the food down, keep it down for about 15 minutes, 20 minutes, and then to remove it. For a picky eater, we, that would be very important to set a mealtime strategy and get the pet in the mindset that this is when food is offered and this is when it goes away. If he knows an hour later you're going to give him something off, the, off of your plate, mm, he's he's going to hold out for that. And dogs will go three days or more without eating, just with the battle of wills. Now, the other things you can do would be to increase the dog's exercise. Um, the more exercise, the more calories you burn, the more you're going to eat. Unfortunately, it is true. And all of us people trying to lose weight, you don't want to hear that. But it does rev your metabolism. So getting some daily exercise is important. But I would say that I think a good health exam and maybe even a special diet uh, for potential uh, food allergies and such might be in your doggy's reality here if we can uh, get you lined up with your veterinarian and then working on some of these behavioral tips there.
1: Good luck with that, Elliot. one 405 8405 to connect with Dr. Debbie or any one of the Dream Team. We actually had a call a little earlier. There was a, another over-the-road trucker wanted to know if there is truck parking at your clinic there in uh, Las Vegas. Actually, no, there isn't. But right next door, the church, you can park in their <laughs> parking lot.
4: Absolutely. You, you speak from experience there, Hal. <laughs>
1: We'll right head back to the phones next.
14: As you all know, many, many emails. I would like to address two most common for the last few weeks, of which I received. People asking me, "Bloody, what the heck dog training color you are always recommending? And my answer would be, Herm Springer, it's a German, Herm Springer dog training colors. Very humane, very gentle, create a gentle grip through the neck, imitate a doggy mama bite, will not hurt, will not harm your pets. And this is the would be starting point of dealing with unruly pets. I highly suggest you get for your little terrorist peach yeah, he does color. A very bad attitude. We can keep complaining or we can take the actions. This is the only color I solely approve. They're very humane. What is the name of it? Prong color right. with quick release by company Herm Springer. And that's spelled H-E-R-M-S-P-R-E-N-G-E-R.
1: And, of course, we have links at the Animal Radio website. Got it. Sometimes people are
14: crazy. Dogs are okay. That's for sure. <laughs>
1: Time for another Dodge Journey Pet Destination. I got to tell you, I put together some good prize packages last week for yeah. the uh, dogs and the cats that are on the road with their guardians. Their guardians had enough guts to call in and share the area that they like to go, their favorite area. This Dodge Journey Pet Destination, of course, brought to you by Dodge Journey. They've won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Awards with the fold-down stain-resistant seats. Their Chill Zone glove box cooler for drinks and multiple storage options with removable, washable liners. You gotta love that if you have a messy dog. It's really pretty easy to see why the Dodge Journey is the best car for every member of the family, even those with tails. And this time, this week, stepping up to the plate, we have Mike. Hey, Mike, how are you? Good, you? Very good. Where do you live?
7: Colorado. You do? Where? Uh, Grand Junction.
1: Oh, that's a very beautiful place right there on the border. And, of course, this time of the year, uh, all the colors changing like that. Now, is that where your Dodge Journey pet destination is? Is it in Grand Junction? Uh, just outside. Okay, where is it? Um, Glade Park. Glade Park? Glade. Glade Park. Glade yeah. is it, like the plug-in. Glade Park. What's over there at Glade Park?
7: Um, well, it's uh, on the Grand Mesa National Forest. And it's just, uh, it's just a good wide open area to take your pet to to okay. run and run around out of out of the city and out of town and give them some room to, to play.
1: What kind of dog do you have?
7: Uh, I have two Staffordshire Terriers. Oh, big dogs!
2: Are there other dogs there? Do you meet a lot of people that take their dogs to that area?
7: Um, yeah, people take their dogs there. Their horses there. Um, oh, wow, it's, it's just a big. Uh, uh, recreation destination for a lot of people out in that area.
1: Okay, so we could say the Dodge Journey Pet Destination this week, you can actually take your horses to if you <laughs> wanted to. Uh, and of course, uh, you, you take your dog there at his Glade Park just outside of Grand Junction, Colorado and we'll put it up at the website at animalradio.com Hold on for a second, we have prizes for your dog. What's your dog's name?
7: Um, Stubbs.
1: Stubbs? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, Stubbs is going to make out this weekend. Hold on for one 405 1-866-405-8405. If you want to be next week's Dodge Journey Pet Destination, you may call us right now at one 405 8405 Of course, we'll hook you up with all kinds of prizes.
6: Here's a fact. 17,000 years ago, the first dog was domesticated from a pack of wolves. Here's another fact. The Dodge Journey is a domesticated crossover, a direct descendant of our muscle cars. The Journey recently won the 2010 Pet Safe Choice Award, an honor decided by humans and dogs. Was it the stain-resistant seating, the in-floor storage bins with removable and washable liners, or is it that dogs relate to this vehicle?
11: Hi, I'm Buddy the Dog, and I'm here to tell you about Smart Tag Pet ID. I was wearing the Smart Tag when I got lost and ended up at a dog shelter. I'm microchipped, but my information wasn't up to date. My parents reported me lost to the Smart Tag recovery specialists, and I was home in no time. SmartTag is offering one year of free pet protection. Purchase Smart Tag at Petco or PetSmart. Enter code RADIO at Setup for your free one year of pet protection. Learn more at www.smarttags.com.
12: Ruff! Hi, this is Sheena Easton on Animal Radio. Please stay and to your pets. It's so important.
0: This is Animal Radio, baby.
1: It's Animal Radio, celebrating our connection with our pets. Joey, have you ever heard of post-grooming furunculine? Are you
5: are you trying to say furunculosis? Yeah, that. yeah, that thing. <laughs> you know what I have? I have. What, what is it? it so. What is it? It's it's an infection that actually makes its way into the bloodstream, and that um, it could just be sores and a fever, or it could be fatal. You know, depending on really depending on the health of the pet. Oh, really? Okay. What happens is, yeah, what happens is, and, and you know what? The bad part about it, and, and I, I've said this before, is, you know, grooming is an unregulated industry. Uh-huh. So groomers really don't have to be um, too knowledge about certain things. But anytime you time uh, you, you're grooming a dog, especially hand stripping, and you're pulling on the hair, and the hair follicle gets irritated, and, and, and it causes a little bit of bleeding, um, or you cut the dog, and you're using either dirty equipment, um or um, shampoo that's been sitting around. See, most pet groomers use product that um, you've got to dilute mm-hmm. and to make it economical. So you'll buy a gallon of shampoo, then dilute it down maybe as, as much as 52 parts with of water to one part shampoo. Wow. And... Um, what a lot of groomers will do is they're going to premix everything, which is the worst thing you could do. Because what happens is if you don't, if you're not using it all in 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 a, in a short span of time, mm-hmm. and short span to me is if you're not using it by the end of that day, you you'd really need to get rid of it because it becomes contaminated. Uh, what happens is the bacteria grows now in the water, and um, it 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 um d- contaminates your product. So now you've just you know nicked this dog, cut this dog, irritated it. You're using this product that goes down to the hair follicle it irritates which causes an infection which goes into the bloodstream which um... you know causes all kinds of problems um, even death on an older dog or sick dog so you you really want to pay attention to it groomers Unfortunately, and I hate to say this because this is my industry, but I'm going to say it because I hope people listen to me and 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 they take care of it. Need to disinfect their equipment. Okay, yeah. your hemostats when you when when you're cleaning ears. Your nail clip are the biggest thing, because when I cut a dog's nail, if I make it bleed. And then I cut the next dog's nail and I make them bleed. Well it's blood to blood. I just mm-hmm. I just took a, a, a you know a dog that could have some sort of ailment right. and I put it directly into the other dog's bloodstream. You need to keep things, you know, um, clean and you need to disinfect. And it goes on and on. Your brushes, your combs, your scissors, your thinning shears, everything. Well you've seen
2: like Even- the the barber shops, they always have oh, like, yeah. they dip that comb in the blue water stuff and everything before
5: Well, you know what? That's a regulated industry and that's mm-hmm. something they spend a lot of time with. So you've seen a couple of these cases of post-grooming
1: fronculosis. I'm sorry, I just can't say it. At your clinic there.
4: Yeah, well, historically, we've seen them in the past, but in the last few months, I've seen a couple cases from, from different areas, but yeah.
1: So from different groomers, though?
4: Yeah, absolutely. And, and it's kind of a hit or miss problem. And I can't say it's anything I've seen caseloads coming out of one select
5: groomer. At Nash Academy, we spent an awful lot of time about cleaning and disinfecting. And I've had students say to me, you know what? I'm not here to learn it. I'm here to learn how to groom. Mm-hmm. And I used to tell them that, you know what? You don't know what you're here to learn yet until we teach it to you because this is all part of it. Mm-hmm. And I got to say, you know what? My students were very educated about it. And when they left, um, you know what? I mean, I hope we left our mark, um, on the industry, you know, with, with safe and sanitary groomers, because it's an important part of it. But, um, for unculotuses, um, you know, can cause a skin irritation. It usually happens right after the grooming. I'm saying between one and three days, it'll oh. happen where you'll get some sort of, um, Skin rash, dry, flaky skin, Um, the dog will be sore to the touch.
4: Basically, what happens with this condition is a pet develops really painful sores, usually on their back, um, and just touching the area. They're really painful. Um, And it typically happens within one to three days after a grooming visit. And this might be clipping-type grooming. It could be potentially just even a good... Thorough brushing, or um, what they call the backcombing or raking.
5: You know, you got to get them to the vet. They get them on antibiotics. And you know, if you have a young dog, that's fine. If your dog's a little bit older, sick, um, you could be looking, you know, at, at at a dog that that died because of of a bad pet grooming.
4: There's a lot of different potential causes, but we had uh, a couple pets recently recover from this
5: and mm-hmm. uh, doing well now. But it's not just pet grooming. It's you know, I mean, they can, they can step on glass, and it can happen to, but. You, 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 would hope that a professional groomer would, um, would take the precautions that it wouldn't happen in a grooming song.
1: Do you find that it's the uh, amateur groomers that uh, cause this post grooming fur? <laughs> no, you,
5: you, know, I, I mean, I, I, I hate to say this, and again, I'm, I'm going to. Most professional groomers do not, even, even the some of the best groomers out there really don't pay attention on. Or, or don't know any better I shouldn't say don't pay attention I don't think they know any better because again you're not regulated so Mr. Jones who's the groomer down the street can teach, um, can teach this other groomer who turns out to be a great groomer but they've never even discussed safety and sanitation of your pet so it, it, it could be the most experienced groomer so again you know go in ask questions I always say I'll give you a, a good example if I'm using a blade on a dog's private area that blade should never touch any other part of the dog's body. And I still want to clean and disinfect it. But I don't want to clip a dog's rear end and then shave its face. Do you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. it's not something It's not something you would do to yourself. Right. You don't want to do it to your pet because you're just going to be transmitting um, germs and disease. You know, something so common, you don't know how many times I have seen it from some of the best groomers in the world. In the world, in a competition ring, just finished clipping the dogs behind, and now they're shaving the dog's face with the same blade. I mean, it, 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 it's just common sense to me, but... It doesn't always work out that way.
4: The biggest thing is proper identification of these pets. And one of the groomers I spoke to said that they heard some concerns from other people. Their pets had little sores, but they Mm. didn't realize that it potentially was something that could really be a health threat for them. Mm.
1: Who thought grooming was so complex? Yeah. Glad we have Very complex.
4: Some of the the strategies that groomers will use to help prevent this is the recommendation is to not bathe a pet immediately after they've been brushed. Mm. Um, and the idea is that brushing causes little micro-trauma to the skin. And when you bathe right afterwards, that follicle of the hair is open, and, and infection can get in a little more readily. Um, but really, you know, have a great communication with your, your groomer. Uh, talk to them about their practices. Ask how often they change the shampoo and, uh, you know, if they've had this problem before. If they know about it, they are probably well-educated and are doing those steps right now to prevent it.
1: And if you want to learn more about post-grooming, you can head on over to the <laughs> website at Animal radio and we've put up some great links
9: This is
0: Animal Radio Celebrating our connection with our pets This is Animal Radio Here are your hosts al abrams and judy francis and
1: your whole dream team is here to answer your questions dr debbie answering your vet medical questions dog father joey volani standing at attention animal communicator joy turner and Vladi, the world famous russian dog wizard let's go to the phones right now with animal communicator joy turner and valerie hey valerie how are you
12: i'm good how are you
1: good where are you t- what a sweet voice <laughs> thank you where are you today
12: I'm in Finleyville, Pennsylvania. Okay. I
1: have Joy Turner right here.
12: Oh, great. (laughs) Great. Hello, Valerie. Hi. Who can we talk to today? You mean my pet? Yes. Oh, well, I lost my my cat. He's been gone almost two weeks, and he has disappeared before a couple of times for four days, but this is almost two weeks, and um, not a sign of him. He's about a year and a half old, and he's he's a great cat. Bear. He's just a gray cat. Bear, yeah. And I have other cats, and uh, I just don't... I put signs up in the neighborhood, and um, I haven't seen or heard anything. Okay, well, Bear tells me that he is still in his body. He, so is. That's, he that's what he tells me. He is. And he's out. He's not... Stressed. He's not worried about anything. He thinks he knows where home is when he wants to go home, but he's having a marvelous time exploring, (laughs) and he's not very interested in coming back right now. But uh, then someone is taking care of him. Someone's feeding him. Someone's taking care of him. He's apparently eating something because he doesn't feel like he's hungry or thirsty, and he's not cold, so he's got to be having some place to go to sleep. I think he left because um, um, there were kittens here. There was a there was a stray female that um, she had five kittens, and she moved them in on our porch, and that was his place. And um, yeah. Yeah, he she, went, went, she pushed him out. He went because there were too many cats. Yeah, there were five kittens, and I don't think he liked that very much. So, are you going to um, place all those kitties? So, do you want me to tell them that you're going to place them at some point? Well, I, I, we took them to the humane society, and because um, we couldn't handle that, we have, we have other cats too, and uh-huh. we were a little overwhelmed. <laughs> but uh, okay. he is, he is special, and I, I've been very worried. So, those five kittens are now gone. They're gone. They're gone. Mm-hmm. The porch can be his again. No, because Ma moved in with her other. <laughs> she has two bigger cats that she she moved in there with. <laughs> I think she's okay. there. I don't think she wants to leave, and we don't have the heart to to be really mean and make her go because she's never had a home. She was a stray.
1: Is there something you want Joy to tell him?
12: Please come home. He says that there's just too many, and he thinks he's fine where he is. So unless they were going to leave, he doesn't really have, he doesn't want to come home right now. He's not sure that at some point he might not change his mind, because he may. But for right now, it's like, no, I'm fine where I am. I'm okay doing what I'm doing. Is he nearby? Can I find him if I look hard enough? Is he nearby? He said, no, you couldn't find him. He isn't far, but if you looked for him he wouldn't let you find him because he doesn't want to come home right now i wouldn't be able to find him no oh my god they would know you were coming any animal would know you were coming he would know yes but he's he's close to me he's near well he's not all that terribly far he says but he doesn't want you finding him so that's sort of a loop point am i am i going to see him again I have no way of knowing that, and he doesn't either. Maybe at some point the porch can be his, and there's fewer cats. He might decide he'll come home. Does he come around? Does he? Not close, close to you. I mean, not by your yard or your house or anything. He's not coming by here. No. But he's healthy. He's happy. He's healthy. He tells me he is. It's
1: sort of bittersweet. Sort of bittersweet. He's healthy. He just, I guess, he needs space now. Maybe you clear that porch off. <laughs> Get a second port. Valerie. I
12: have, I have too many.
1: I I understand. I have the same problem. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, we are we're out of time. 1866 405 8405 to connect with any one of the dream team right now.
0: Celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy
1: Francis. And don't forget about your dream team, Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog father, Joey Volani with your grooming questions. Animal communicator, Joey Turner, and Vlade, the world famous Russian dog wizard, all here at your beck and call and toll free. I am just so thankful that election day is over and all those commercials. <laughs>
4: Uh, Stop. And the phone calls too. My god. Are they calling? They they were calling you? They, yes, until like 9 o'clock at night. Oh and Isn't that sacred? Like After like 7 o'clock, it's just like sacred. Well, know?
1: that tells you who not to vote for it. Yeah, Daylight savings begins tonight. Don't forget to, uh, I guess tomorrow, Should set your clock. For, is it forward? Is it forward? Backward. Backwards. Fall backwards. Back. Fall back. Bring, Fall backwards. Forward. Bring Fall
4: forward. forward. Fall, back. Fall back.
1: back. 2 a.m. And of course, as you mentioned earlier, that was the one thing that Bush did that you approved of.
2: Yeah, that he th- made it a little bit later. <laughs> usually it's in October and he pushed it off to November. And then when it comes to the opposite, it in the spring he actually made it a little bit later to or made it earlier
1: yeah see joey doesn't agree with you and he says that's screwing up the dogs but uh, you know and in places like arizona they don't respect
4: and they get dogs. along just fine they don't do they? don't they yeah
1: maybe even somewhat better <laughs> who knows Coming up in the news, Lori Roberts reporting about Vegas' new attractions for the animals at Caesars Palace, the Imperial Palace, and the Rio. Now rolling out the red carpet and welcoming animals. Mm-hmm. And uh, How
4: exciting. Yeah. I'm so glad to see that more tourist destinations are recognizing pets. are family members, they want to come along too. Well,
1: Vegas is one of those places that you could never take your pets before, and so now you can. It's very exciting. Can you uh, take
4: to the blackjack table? Yeah,
1: they'll be gambling. See,
4: <laughs> that's what they, they got to be see twenty-one. How thinking,
1: twenty-one years old. <laughs> yeah, in
2: dog years. What is that? Like three, <laughs>
1: three years? That's an easy
4: thing. <laughs> also
1: coming up in the news, something very controversial. A couple of very controversial things: uh, stem cell research being done in animals in Canada, yeah, with some good success rates. Lori reporting on that, and microchips. Of course, we're a big advocate of microchips, and we still are a big advocate of microchips but there's some word out right now that there may be some trouble cancer and we've always said no it doesn't cause cancer but there's some actual lawsuits going to court right now i believe Merck is being sued uh, with their home again we don't know how legit this is but we still encourage your animal to get a microchip and of course we'll keep you up to date Lori roberts reporting him on that in just a couple and, of minutes. and you know i
4: just have to chime in here Hal. Because, of course you know if someone has a problem like this develop, obviously it's a devastating thing for the individual, but the loss of pets due to uh, being lost in shelters and never reunited and pets being euthanized at shelters or God knows what when they get lost those pets lost are far higher numbers than those pets that we're talking about in these lawsuits. So um, I think we have to kind of keep things in perspective when we're talking about, you know, benefit versus
1: adverse effects. Absolutely. Absolutely. Also, coming up in the news in just a few minutes, is your city one of the top 10 most pet-friendly cities? Hmm.
4: No, mine's not. Mine's not. not.
1: (laughs) the list is kind of surprising and lori roberts will have that in just a few minutes right here on animal radio we're going to the phones and well hello rita hi how are you good how are you today good thank
16: you where are you i am in clinton iowa
1: clinton oh, listening on uh KROS. A-R-O-S.
13: A-R-O-S.
1: good station i have yes. lottie the world famous russian dog wizard hopefully he can help you here
13: i have a dog that i rescued um she is uh Yorkie Maltese, and she's seven years old. Um, She's a really good dog, but um, the strangers, or just about even not strangers, for some reason she'll nip at them.
14: Um, Sometimes Uh, they'll put their hand
13: out, and instead uh, of, you know, letting her pet them, she'll snap at them.
14: Okay, and she's breaking blood, drawing blood, or she just snaps a little bit and that's it?
13: Um, She snaps at them.
14: So she's breaking skin?
13: No, they usually pull away fast enough that they don't get her, but I don't know how to stop
14: it. Sure, sure. Is it male or female?
13: She's a female.
14: She's a female. She's a little bitch. Yeah, that's what she what she's doing. Okay, Rita, uh your problem is a very common. I am dealing with those behavior problems, you know, every day. You believe it or not it? Every day I'm having the issues like this, and every time I'm hearing the same thing. My dog is the wonderful dog, but, <laughs> and after that, but. It's a whole horror coming in. So, you know, it's a, such a hard to believe that the dog can be sweet to you, to the member of the family, and can be sometimes bitchy toward the strangers and such and such. Right here is here is what my here's what I would do of course Rita, if I would be uh, your trainer i would be I would do things a little bit differently um, and okay. because you know it's experience and uh, a lot of things which I can do, I will not even ask my clients to try without me basically doing first sure, but my general guidelines to resolving the issue like this number one I would establish firm and confident leadership between me and my dog first. That will come as the result of the solid obedience training and uh, uh, rules and structures, which is uh, I would not allow your little dog sleep with me in the bed. She would be sleeping in the crate for a while. Okay. uh, Because she's the bitch. Okay. (laughs) Number two. Uh, I would not allow her to bark in my home in my home at all. It means at any time she barks, she will be corrected and I will tell you how, but she okay. is not supposed to bark at all from the barking people to the biting it's just one step okay so. Next, and I don't want to hear, oh, if somebody's going to come in and uh, rub me or things. You know what, Rita, you're already driving, not under normal circumstances. In Russia, we say, who lost head, don't cry about hair. Okay. So you, you're basically dealing <laughs> yeah. with a much worse problem. So no barking, no sleeping in the bed, no jumping on the furniture policies. And after that, all what I would do, I would put the collar on leash, and you believe it or not, Yorkies and Maltese, you said, they are two very smart breeds, can be very easily trained. And I would, uh, what the color I would use for you, Doc? I would use the color by name Star, like a star in the sky, Star Mark Color. And I'm going to get this color. I'm going to put the six-foot leash, and I want to make sure I will do a lot of obedience training in my home, especially focusing on uh, walking properly, sit, stay, calm down, this type of thing. The dog who shows mark of aggression must respond to your commands on the first command. After that, I would deal with the issue. And how can I deal with the issue? I would do it very geniusly. When somebody knocked the door, and she, yes. I would stop yes. her, and we'll talk how. We'll stop her. I'm going to put her in the little crate. I will let the people come in, and while she's in the crate, quiet, because you're going to make her be quiet, and I'll tell you how in two seconds. Okay. And uh, the person going to be like a good cop and going to give her... Uh, the best treats I can I can get for your dogs. You can use a little piece of hot dogs in this situation. Fry them with butter and garlic, of course, and uh, you know whatever it works. Polish kalbasa, w- Russian kvatka, whatever it whatever comes first. But the the people who coming in will be good cup, and you will be bad cup. Now you ask me how to stop her but that's your little bitch from barking and uh, snapping the people like that. Yes. First, like I said, yes. I would I would stop her barking as as a response on the doorbell. And after that, when I put her in the crate and let people come in and she barks, I would correct her again, possibly, by using the same the same unit. I would use the uh, product by name Pet Convincer. Pet Convincer, the pet gadget, was featured on recently on ABC World News as the top pet gadget, pet training gadget. It's emitting air and sound. Very inexpensive, one convincing air blast your dog's bad behavior in the past. So you becoming the bad cop, people becoming the good cops, they coming with kalbasa, you just correcting her. After she being in the crate for 5-10 maybe minutes uh, quiet, you just let her go and trust me, she gonna be quiet since. And do it with, oh. with different people. And uh, that's it. Just do it very intensively. Okay. Th- Rita, thank you so much for your call today.
16: Oh, Thank you for your help. I really appreciate it.
1: Have a great day. one 405 8405 to connect with any one of the Dream Team right now.
0: This is Animal Radio.
15: Kempton Hotels and Restaurants, the very first full-service hotel to respect and welcome pets. Kempton's hospitality program offers plush pets, designer dining bowls, pet treats, toys, along with services for dog walking and pet sitting. No restrictions for size, weight, or type of animal, as well as zero fees or pet deposits. Come stay at a Kempton Hotel whenever you travel. L.A., San Francisco, San Diego, Chicago, Dallas, and many more. Go to www.kemptonhotels.com for Kempton Hospitality.
11: Do you have an aging pet? How about a scratchy dog or an anxious cat? The natural vet, Dr. Sean Messonnier, recommends Pet Pals Vitamins. Pet Pals formulas provide safe, affordable nutritional therapy with noticeable benefits. Pet Pals are flavored, chewable tablets that can be given as a treat or crumbled and mixed in with your pet's food. Give your pal the gift of wellness and longevity. Try Pet Pals risk-free today with our satisfaction guarantee. Go to AnimalRadio.com for your 10% off coupon now.
15: When I went looking for a quality allergen-free dog food for Roscoe, a friend told me about canine caviar. Being a born skeptic, I examined every ingredient and most importantly, made sure it drove our dog's taste buds crazy. Here's the lowdown. Canine caviar is holistic, allergen-free, with raw dehydrated meats, herbs, fish oil, and flaxseed for health and joint support. Good food for Roscoe from a company I can trust. Ask your pet store for Canine
0: Caviar. Learn more at CanineCaviar.com. When Animal Radio picked America's top vet, they wanted to make sure that your animal's health came first. That's why they picked the Paso Robles Veterinary Medical Clinic treating animals for over 50 years with the latest diagnostic tools in their full-service hospital the paso robles veterinary medical clinic always puts your pets first call 805-238-4622 or visit them at PasoVets.com. that's paso p-a-s-o vets.com to get the best care for your pet
8: hi i'm ed ashton you're on animal radio spay or neuter your animals you dummies
10: Animal Radio is brought to you by SeniorPetProducts.com. As your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, SeniorPetProducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest with thousands of products for the life of your pet. SeniorPetProducts.com.
1: And welcome. It's Animal Radio. 1-866-405-8405 One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five 405 8405 to connect with anyone of the Dream Team. Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. Dog father Joey Volani with your grooming questions. Of course, our dog is still pink because of dog father Joey Volani, <laughs> but
5: it will be for a couple of weeks.
2: I'm just going to keep it reddish you gotta- until Christmas.
5: That's yes. some green. Well, you're keeping it that way, right? You're not trying to get it out. No, not right no.
2: now. I'm, it's Christmas is just around the so corner. So you're just trying
5: so, yeah. <laughs> white vinegar and water. If you if you use the Kool Aid, white vinegar and water. Oh, really? Take it out. Okay, okay, good to know. Good to know.
1: Animal communicator Joy Turner is here. Also, Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard, at your beck and call. I've gained several pounds since last weekend, and the. Uh, Halloween candy is settled into my buttock area.
5: You, you they get a, remember on Willy Wonka when they when the when the girl turned into the blueberry and they rolled her around. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. Well, that's what my wife has been doing to, um, <laughs> to me for the past you know for the past few days. So,
1: well, Lori Roberts has the best solution. She doesn't buy candy that she likes for the kids. And uh, oh, that's course,
2: just wrong. That is
1: just wrong. <laughs> the other thing, uh you know, that, but
5: I like but I like all candy. That's yeah, really problem.
2: find a candy I don't like.
1: Also having that uh, post-election day, I don't know. It's good that it's all over. I'm Uh. so sick and tired of all the uh, commercials on television. Daylight Savings begins tonight or
5: tomorrow. I guess it would be tomorrow, 2 a.m.
2: Well, you turn it back before it. you go to bed. I
5: hate it. Why do you hate it? Hate it because I, I like I don't like getting up in the morning and it's dark. Yeah. The, the state of Arizona, the state of Arizona, don't change their time, and that's you know why. Why can't everyone be that way? They're Indiana is the same way. Is I, it Indiana too? I think
2: they don't. Yeah, I think they keep at the same time. Yeah. Very progressive you know,
5: and 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 my pets don 't like it, my uh-huh. pets honestly no i 'm telling you my pets don 't like it because what happens is 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 my my pets are my dogs, especially not my well my bird too, but they 're on a timer and and, mm-hmm. and, and once the, the the light level gets to a certain point they 're up and they 're ready to go, and I uh-huh. really think it throws them off
2: probably yeah. does upsets their little clock system that they have
1: dogs want to get up earlier, yeah, yeah, that sucks. Okay, well, don't forget to change your clock back tonight. Um, We're going to head to the phones in just a couple of minutes here. Lori Roberts working on news about microchips. Apparently, there's some thought that they cause cancer. Now, that's always been a concern. Yeah,
2: there's been, you know, rumors of this happening for many years.
1: But now there may be actually some truth to it. We'll find out. Also, the top ten most pet-friendly cities is your city on that list, I'm looking at the list right now. Mine isn't.
2: Mine's not. <laughs> I don't think there were
5: any in New Jersey. Jersey's not a very pet friendly state. Ooh. It really it really isn't. I hate to say it. It's not though. Wow. I mean every every rental, um, everywhere you go, no pets, no pets, the beaches, no pets. Wow. It's terrible. Yet it spawned. Joey Vellani, pet friendly. Joey Vellani. <laughs> That's from, uh, why I think. I think they realized. They said, "Oh my God, you know, this, this is a human or is he a pet? Let's just keep. Let's just keep humans and pets away from everything."
1: Judy has just delivered the schedule for the next couple of weeks to the studio. It appears Smokey Robinson will be on next week, and then following that, John O'Hurley from. Yes. Um,
2: Seinfeld. Oh, very
1: cool! Yeah. National very cool. Dog Show. That's where I remember yeah. him from. Yes,
2: Thanksgiving Dog Show.
1: Uh, but this weekend it's just us and you at one eight six six four zero five eight four zero five. It's sort of like uh, an intimate little gathering celebrating our connection with our pets. Hope you have your pets around the radio with you right now.
17: Hi, Melinda. Hi. How's it going?
1: Good. How are you doing today?
17: Oh, I'm doing okay. Where are you? Oh, yeah, just a little bit of cold out here in good old
1: Utah. Y- Utah. Where in Utah?
17: I'm in Cedar City. Oh,
1: wow. Are you listening on Star 98?
17: Yes, I am.
1: Oh, good to hear hear from you guys checking in on the uh, Cedar City. That's just north of St. George and Kanab uh, and Best yeah. Friends, all
4: of those. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, we are. I have some clients that actually drive from Cedar City to come out my way. So.
17: <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're we're pretty centrally located.
4: <laughs> so what's going on with your pets?
17: Oh, well, I got my little baby kitty. Well, she's not a baby. She's three years old. But um, (laughs) here in the last five months or so, Gracie has been chewing up all my wires. My TV wires, my uh, game wires for my PlayStation, and I have tried everything that I could absolutely think of. Then she will not stop.
4: Okay. What have you tried?
17: I've tried uh, squirting water air face. I've tried even that uh, stuff that... uh, supposed to taste nasty to them when they eat it, and I've tried uh, shooing her away from it when I see her doing it, and okay. I don't know what, I'm at my wit's end here. I don't know what else I could possibly do, make now, her stop, you- and she's just now started to do this.
4: Okay, that was what I was going to ask you, and is does she seem to do this behavior when you're not around?
17: Um... You know what? She does it both when I am here and when I'm not here.
4: Okay. All right, because there can be several motivations for cats when we do when we see them do this. Um, in some cases, it can be an attention-seeking behavior. As crazy as that sounds, um, any attention is, is fun attention in a cat's mind um, or a dog. So sometimes misbehaving gets mom off the couch and away from that game boy and uh, maybe uh, to give you some attention and yell at you or chase you. So there really can be that component. We have to watch how we react to the behavior because we can make this worse. Now, in some cases, um it can be anxiety or actually forms of OCD where the cat has this problem where they just keep trying to chew or ingest things that they shouldn't. So kind of have to look at the situation, decide what might be at least maybe the most likely trigger here. And then I'll stop myself because I have seen a rare cat that has had dental disease um, or some other kind of oral problem that causes them to start to kind of look for chewing outlets. So um, a good dental exam is not a bad idea, just to make sure that we're not missing something in the mouth cavity itself. But I'm a big fan at preventing this. So um, some of the steps are really preventing access and opportunity. And you've mentioned some of the bad sprays. Uh, They don't always work because you have to basically treat your whole house and all of the wires so if you have certain areas that are problem areas you might be able to do that using the bitter apple sprays and such Mm -hmm. Uh, I'm more of an advocate of hiding the wires and you can try using uh, PVC piping and using that as a way of uh, you can find the different gauge sizes if you have to run electrical cords along baseboards and so forth so that's one way to kind of hide those areas um, when you have to have them running along the baseboards Um, but a lot of this is going to fall down to environmental and how we can enrich and give your kitty the outlets that we need to direct that proper chewing. Okay. So one of the first things that I would encourage you to do is you may look online or go to a vet store. Instead of giving all of her food in her cat bowl, I'm going to ask you to make her work for her food. Okay. So basically there are little cat toys, and they make these for dogs as well, um, where they're basically types of toys, uh, plastic toys, balls, where you hide the food inside and it makes the pet work for the food. So it's not so easy as sitting in front of a bowl and grazing and you're done in five minutes and now what do I do with 12 hours out of the day? Um, we need to give these kitties something to do. So hunting for their food, food working for it in that way, gives them a great outlet mentally and physically to kind of keep them occupied. Um, and some, some pets, I will only feed them out of those toys. Once they figure that out and that's where they get their food, their daily amount is put into those types of things. You can hide it around the house, um, okay. in other locations where it's not in their normal food area, and make her really work for that to, to find that food. And as well, other things in the environment, I like to give them lots of fun things to do. A uh, lot of the window seats where they can look outside, um, little hiding spots, uh, cat trees, things like that where there's a lot of opportunity to get into cat food. Favorite areas and not just kind of sit well, down house yeah, rate. you
17: know, and I, I'm trying to think here because she is an inside cat because, um, I you know, of where I live and stuff. You know, so I. Uh, he is yeah, with and my
4: cat. So, so, but there's no reason we can't have an indoor cat satisfied and not bored. It's just a little harder because you know things aren't kind of walking by, uh, you know, your kitchen, um, you know, whether it be critters or animals or other people. So we have to kind of find ways to introduce um, those things into her environment to make her more busy. Um, yeah. And then you know, of course, I would always say we need to set up some forced playtime where you um, you know laser tag, some of the little cat dancer toys, things like that, where. We're spending quality time with her and letting her see that this is the good behavior. And uh, I'm not a fan of disciplining cats when they're doing this type of behavior because it can very much turn into that negative reward. Um, so that you squirting her with a water bottle just makes it more of a game, more fun, and yeah. you're not yeah, accomplishing and, and anything. You
17: know, she, she's one of these weird cats, too. That's why I kind of stopped it. She likes water. So she's playing <laughs> with her. And... Um, I, you know, she's a Maine Koontz tabby mix, and mm-hmm. I've heard that Maine Koons and stuff are one of these cats that like water. And she goes mm-hmm. in the bathtub with me. So, as I said, you know, she's, she's kind of a strange kitty in that way. So, as I said, you know, I just, I'm kind of at my wit's end. I try playing with her, uh, you know, so that she isn't yeah. bored, but, you know, it doesn't seem to help.
4: Yeah, well, I, I would definitely try some of those things. And you may even kind of cross over into some dog chew items. I've had some cats that are real avid chewers that will take raw hides for dogs, uh, appropriately sized, and can kind of soften them in a little water. Use that as a uh, chew toy for them as well. And if you direct that as a positive reinforcement, okay, this is the good thing, and reward her for that, you can hopefully try to direct some of that. Um, now, and I will tell you, that, Melinda, that some cases, some kitties are so obsessive about this, And these are the ones where it really falls into more of a compulsion that they have. In many cases, I will have to pull out behavior medications for them. Um, okay. So that's my last resort, and I think there's an opportunity to do a lot of environmental things, especially with the, the way you're feeding her, um, and, and really work at that. Um, and protect those wires as much as you can, because God knows, you know, electrocution, oral burns, um, and just all, all the dangers of that uh, for an object. So, yeah, we want to keep her safe and then give her um, a proper chew outlet. So, um Um, Give my best to Gracie. Give her a pat on the head. And those Maine Coons, boy, they are smart. And I always say the smart pets are the ones we'll see more behavioral problems (laughs) because they're just too smart for their own good. I
17: had a uh, snowshoe Chinese before I got her, and let me tell you, she was a a pistol. (laughs) <laughs> and uh, it seems like I get these pistols of a cat that always, you know, want to get into things
1: and cause problems. You, you attract to... them, Melinda. That's, that's <laughs> the type of cat you attract. Thank you for your call today. One eight six six four zero five eight four zero five to connect with any one of the
6: Dream Team. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more about today's guest at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more.
3: This is an Animal Radio News Update. I'm Lori Roberts with Animal Radio News. Many of us have microchips in our pets, which can bring them home to us should they get lost. In fact, the microchips have proven quite successful for that. But now there are lawsuits cropping up against Merck's Home Again Pet Chip, which the suits claim caused cancer at the site of the implantation. Merck gets the chips from Digital Angel Corporation, and both are named in lawsuits concerning the alarming rise of microchip cancers that are being discovered. You can check out the first case at there's many dogs, excuse me, there's many groups that have dog award programs, but fans of Dog Scouts of America say the program for the American Kennel Club offers that they offer is too snooty, and the neighborhood obedience schools are nice, but lack the pedigree of a merit badge from the Dog Scouts of America. Seventy six different merit badges are available, everything from frisbee catching and herding to slipper fetching. Jasper, a dog of uncertain lineage from Milpitas, California, recently received recently received sorry, five merit badges at a ceremony held by the Humane Society of Silicon Valley. Dog Scouts of America is a national group that has been rewarding dogs and their owners for 11 years. Is your city one of the top ten most pet-friendly cities? Livability.com researched cities around the country that were both pet and people-friendly. Here's the list from tenth to first. Number ten, Louisville, Kentucky. Number nine, Nashville, Tennessee eight was albuquerque new mexico number seven asheville north carolina Hmm. number six eugene oregon number five santa cruz california (laughs) Number four, Boulder, Colorado. Number three, Rocky Mount, North Carolina. Number two, Colorado Springs, Colorado. And number one, the most pet-friendly city in the United States, Portland, Oregon. Hmm. Interesting that North Carolina and Colorado both come in with two cities and Oregon with three. And California with only one. Santa Cruz, where the surfing is great and much of the people in town never really left the 60s and every day is Halloween. But we love our pets in the Santa Cruz area. And finally today, nothing says good-eaten quite like seafood from a vending machine. Now, your only choice here in the States is that freeze-dried shrimp top ramen. Not in Shanghai. No, sir. They now have live crabs in the vending machines. The cold temperature in the machine keeps the crabs in a state of hibernation and, I'm guessing, shock as they look out that little window and wonder, how the hell did I get here? Anyway, just pop in some cash and out comes a live if very confused, crab. And if the crab is not alive when you get it out of the machine, well, you get three free. For Mm. Animal Radio News, I'm Lori Roberts. For Breaking Animal News, go to AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News
10: Update. Get more at AnimalRadio.com.
15: Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more.
6: You're listening to Animal Radio.
1: I still have a... Candy hangover <laughs> from Halloween. I would
3: expect nothing less from you.
1: But uh, let's see, election day is over. That's very exciting. I was so tired of all those yes. commercials
2: Oh, on yeah. TV. Oh, isn't that great?
1: And uh, yes. daylight savings time begins tonight, or I guess tomorrow. It would be 2 a.m., which would be officially tomorrow. Don't forget to set your clocks. Uh, an hour and 42 minutes forward, depending on what state you're in. Um, Stop it. Um, I don't know. What is <laughs> it? What does it? Go forward or backwards? Okay, now
3: I'm completely confused. It's it's uh, spring ahead, fall back. So we go an hour back and we an get an extra back. hour of sleep. Yeah. I mean sleep. And sheep,
1: oh, good so. mm-hmm. to know. That's okay. right. Don't forget. I always forget that. I, I preach and I tell people not to forget. And then, of course, you I forget know. myself. And I'm late for the next week. You know who we have back on the phone with us is Alexandra Horowitz. She was on uh, when her book first came out, Inside of a Dog. Great book. And it's come out again in, uh, what do they call paperback. it? Soft paperback. Oh, yes now okay. re-release it did very well and it's doing very well again of course. really fun book that really does get inside the head of a dog hi hi Alexander. There. how are you doing
18: i'm well thanks
1: where are you today
18: new york city new york Ooh. city is it yeah. beautiful there today it's a gorgeous fall day yeah good smelling
1: good smelling <laughs> and of course dogs of course they love to smell they smell their whole world is smelling more more than i would desire but they can actually smell time according to you
18: yeah, I think so. I mean, smell one way to look at it is that there, is that smells tell time, tell us something about time. So a strong odor is something that is new or recent and a, and a weak odor is something that happened in the past. So in a way they can smell something about the future, you know, a strong odor on a breeze or the past is underfoot. So mm. I think that their olfaction helps them smell time.
1: Okay, so when I'm taking Ladybug for our walk and she stops every 30 feet, <laughs> to yeah. snip what is she, what kind of uh, information is she getting
18: and she's being so patient too not stopping every 15 or 5 feet I, you know i think he's wrong like, on like that to.
2: yeah i think it's more like every 10 feet but we'll yeah. give her the <laughs>
18: She, I think that she's getting. Well, she's getting information about who's been there before. You know, how long ago before, and all sorts of information about them. Um, probably from their urine, but also it could be from any anything they excrete, and from sloughed skin and so forth. And it would be information about the sex of the dog, you know, the familiarity of the dog, maybe if they're w- w- interested or willing to mate, um, that what they've eaten recently and things like wow. that. So it's a, it's a lot of social information.
2: So when she urinates in that same place, is she responding to them? Is she trying to cover it up to make yeah, it hers? Right, that's
18: just... a great question. I, for a long time we thought that the only reason that dogs sort of covered each other's urine was because they were marking territory, right. but it's probably because it's a really good place to leave a message, you know, <laughs> and so if someone else has left a message, you want to leave a message there, too. It's not necessarily trying to cover it up, but hey, when I put my flyer on the on the, on the the board uh-huh. and I cover up someone else's, well, all right, that's fine with me, you know, um, so it's Whoa. a little bit impolite, but it's not trying to cover someone else's, it's trying to convey information
3: well for them it's kind of like mail then that's
18: right Sorry.
1: (laughs) i understand that leaving the television on in the background when you leave the house isn't such a good idea
18: well you know it was the the old the pre-digital tvs that um i really thought weren't um that useful for a dog digital tv might be a little bit better in either event they're not seeing exactly what we're seeing you know so they're um, since so much of their way to see the world is olfaction, and as far as I know, you don't have a TV which sprays the viewer with smell. Not yet. The dog would love that. No. So, what, you know, the television is might be something engaging, but I think, you know, keeping on the radio also is just a distraction, but it's not something that they can really follow the way we do, certainly. Okay, yeah. I go
15: out and I
2: leave my dog. I go out to dinner or something. I come back. The first thing my dog does is greet me with kisses. Is yes. she
18: kissing me? She loves you. Yes. Well, She's Well, I think that it is a greeting, and it is a kind of a, a charming, affectionate greeting, uh-huh. but if we look at wolf behavior, um, it's very funny to see what wolf do when a wolf returns to the pack from, um, from a hunt, uh-huh. all the wolves mob around that hunter and lick his face or kiss him, in other uh-huh. words. And it prompts him to regurgitate a little food oh. that he's just hunted. <laughs> so, I, I, I just like sure I'm not going to do dog. that.
2: No, I'm not going to do that. That's why we a the doggy dinner, It
18: would be okay.
9: Oh. <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, if
18: you could see
1: the scene with Judy and her dog, Ladybug, it's, it's like a, a five-year-old with a, a Barbie doll. They just love each other, and she, they're always next to each other. She's oh, my shadow. Great. She does dress Ladybug up.
2: Mm. What, I keep her warm. Warm.
1: Well, yeah. but, you know, there's some frills and there's some bedazzled and there's some sequins going on. It's kind of,
2: uh,
17: uh, wow. you know what I'm doing, right? Yeah. Yeah.
1: What does the dog think of all of this?
18: Well, you know, obviously this is mostly for the owner. There's, it's one thing to keep a dog, which is hairless, in a, in a sweater mm-hmm. to keep it warm. But I think dogs will put up with us dressing them but likely, again, if we look at wolf behavior, it, it discomforts them a little bit because um, among wolves, uh, which we know is their, you know, distant cousin, one wolf standing over another wolf so that they're pressing down on their back or pressing down on their head is a kind of punishment or a scolding. So the feeling of a coat on the back of a dog or a hat on the head, say for a costume, mm-hmm. for instance, for Halloween, mm-hmm. is probably reproducing that feeling that uncomfortable mm. feeling that somebody more dominant is around
9: oh. so it's now, not their of favorite
18: same- I would say me. although sometimes it's also associated with getting a lot of attention uh-huh. um, and or going out for a walk if it's a raincoat or something like that so it can also have a positive association for them.
3: Along those same lines, uh, talking about the attention, I have a story in the news this week about in Central Park, there were auditions for uh, Letterman's Stupid Petricks. Uh And here are are these animals, of course, some of them are very dressed up. Other ones, like one of them sneezes on command, and Uh another one does a, a a death swirl, boom, you know, will fall to the ground. Now, when they do stuff like that, are they doing that because they're getting so much approval from their owner?
18: Probably. I mean, any dog who's been trained to sneeze on command probably was trained using, like, standard offering conditioning where they're rewarded every time they do something that kind of approximates the behavior you want them to do, whether it's water skiing or, or just sitting. Um, and so they're probably getting rewarded every step of the way, and then they get rewarded when they do the thing. And as long as owners don't take it too far, in other words, trying, you know, constantly teaching them trick after trick... I think that it can be perfectly fine for the dog, um, because they're getting attention, they're learning something, and that engages them.
3: It's a, so they're not embarrassed.
18: <laughs> I, I mean, it depends what you're asking them to do, right? I mean, some things, I think, might inadvertently come up against something which isn't natural for the dog. is isn't part of its repertoire. But lying down, you know, that's fine. Even dropping down. Dogs will sometimes, in play, they'll... Do it like a self-tackle where they they like lunge for the ground and the whole body swings around and that's actually a play behavior. So if you can get them to do that on command, it's part of their repertoire already.
1: The one thing I learned from the book is the reasons that dogs do a lot of things are not necessarily the reasons that we think they do the things. It's a really intriguing book. It's called Inside of a Dog, What Dogs See, Smell and Know. And it is now in paperback. I have 10 copies to give away at 1-866-405-8405. And like the hardcover a bestseller so you need to run out and grab it uh amazon borders barnes and noble has it if your bookstore local bookstore doesn't have it ask them to order it it's called inside of a dog alexandra horowitz joining us again thanks so much my pleasure we have so much fun we learn so much every time you're on thanks
18: we'll have me more we will more learning for everyone
1: we have more animal radio on the way
10: as your best friend settles into middle age and shows signs of slowing down, seniorpetproducts.com is there to help your senior pets live to the fullest by providing the latest news, information, and products for health, wellness, comfort, and mobility. At seniorpetproducts.com, you'll find everything your aging pets need from vitamins and supplements to diapers, boots, and accessories that'll make their senior years more comfortable. All at the lowest prices available. Thousands of products for the life of your pet. Seniorpetproducts.com.
0: You're Dog's your best friend and always ready to show you love. Give that love back with Pure Love dog treats from Sargent's. They're low in fat, contain omega fatty acids and no animal byproducts. Sargent's Pure Love treats. The perfect way to bring happiness and health to your dog all in the same bite. Bacon, peanut butter and honey flavors make these treats irresistible. There's a Sargent's Pure Love treat for every size dog. Live with purpose. Love with passion. Treat with pure love. Visit SentryPetCare.com for more.
11: Ruff! <laughs> Hi, I'm Buddy the Dog, and I'm here to tell you about Smart Tag Pet ID. I was wearing the Smart Tag when I got lost and ended up at a dog shelter. I'm microchipped, but my information wasn't up to date. My parents reported me lost to the Smart Tag recovery specialists, and I was home in no time. SmartTag is offering one year of free pet protection. Purchase Smart Tag at Petco or PetSmart. Enter code RADIO at SETUP for your free one year of pet protection. Learn more at www.smarttags.com.
2: Ruff! We get lots of food samples here at Animal Radio, so we could be picky about selecting a healthy food. If you're a regular listener, you know Ladybug is one finicky diva. When we got a sample of Stella and Chewy's, the healthy ingredients were there, but would she eat it? I'm here to tell you she ate it as fast as we put it down and begged for more. We feel good about feeding our dog Stella and Chewy's, and we want you to try Stella and Chewy's too. Visit StellaandChewy's.com or call 888-477-8977. That's 888-477-8977.
6: You're listening to Animal Radio.
1: It is time for Joey Volani's Tip of the Week. Brought to you by Senior Pet Products. Remember, they have the lowest prices anywhere on Chondroflex and Flex. You can get 25% off your entire purchase at SeniorPetProducts.com. Just put the... Promotional code radio SPP, as in Senior Pet Products, radio SPP, before you start shopping at seniorpetproducts.com, and you'll get 25% off.
2: And I just want to mention that November is Adopt a Senior Pet Month.
1: Really? I thought it was just adopt a senior mother. Wow. Okay. No, a senior no not a
2: senior pet. Not just a senior, not a senior human. <laughs> good. Senior pet. So get that yeah, senior... Yeah, I'd rather p- adopt the pet. Yeah. yeah. Get that senior pet and then go to SeniorPetProducts.com and get 25% off everything you can possibly need for this new family member.
1: And just between you and me, I'm thinking that's a good time right now to do that Christmas shopping or that holiday oh, shopping yeah, and get a discount. <laughs> yes. SeniorPetProducts.com and that radio promotion code again is Radio SPP. Joey Vellani, ladies and gentlemen, on Animal Radio
5: with his tip of the day. Okay. So anyway, we've been pretty lucky. You know, we're lucky in the studio because look around. We all got nice heads of hair. Yeah, we're, we're for radio. <laughs> Made for radio, you know. We know. We, actually, we're made for television. We should be on television because we have nice heads of hair. We you know we're not bald. And, um, anyway, <laughs> yeah. but what I want to talk about is I want to talk about the hairless dogs and cats that are out there. Hairless dogs and cats um, can be bathed, but they cannot be bathed as much as as a, as a dog that or, or a cat that has some has coat or fur. Mm. Uh, mainly because what happens is it dries the skin out. Mm. But if you ever noticed, those pets actually have. Have more of an odor to them than um, than 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 pets with with with, with fur. So you got it. You know what? They they start to smell a little oh. bit. So what you do is, and it's really really easy. It's just witch hazel on 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 a rag on a clean cotton rag. And, what, and, what is wipe, witch hazel? Do you know what it is? What is witch it's hazel? It's an astringent, no, I, don't, is it? I, I used to know, use it, it for an astringent, my astringent, but face. I don't I don't know exactly what it's what it's made of. Smells funky. I know that it it cleans it, up it, like you the know oils. Up, but I'll tell you, it cleans. It cleans um the, um the the pet skin really good now, some pets may be a little bit sensitive to it, so you can cut it by fifty percent with water um, and then you know when you're done with the mixture, um, get rid of it, throw it away. We don't want no furunculosis there <laughs> um, so what we'll do is um you know wipe the pet down really good um, face, body, feet in between the toes, and I'll tell you what, it'll keep the blackheads off of the pets. It'll keep them clean, fresh smelling. You could do it every day. It's not going to hurt. You know, do it when it's necessary. Or you can just even put it, like, in a spray bottle and spray it on oh. and wipe the pet dry and um like you said before though, they they, they do get chilly these pets, so what well, you want to make sure that before you send them back outside, pat them dry. And um you'll never have to um shampoo that pet again unless you know it gets real dirty, rolls in the mud or in um, you know, something that, that needs to a little bit more attention than just um witch hazel and water. Yeah, he, witch-,
2: witch hazel and that's it. The witch- dog witch-
5: father has spoken. Yeah. Uh, here, let me bow. I'm sorry, what
2: were you say? I say witch hazel is something I used to use on my face. It's an astringent. It really absorbs the oils and gets the oils off your face without drying.
5: Is that what happened? Yes. Yes, it's an astringent. But I don't know I d I don't know exactly what it's um what it, what it's made from. I think it's from bark. If, if I'm not mistaken,
1: I bet you don't get a lot of uh, hairless dogs down at the uh, old grooming salon, huh? They
5: still come in to get their nails cut. And you know, when they come in to get their nails cut, everyone uh, asks the same question uh, you know, how do I keep them clean? We'll
1: put all these tips over at the website at animalradio.com. It is Joey Villani on Animal Radio. Damn pleased about it, too.
6: You're listening to Animal Radio.
1: 1866. <laughs> <laughs> <1-8-6-6. laughs> 4058405 Mika Mika, 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 Mika.
14: Mika, behave. You're supposed to be good. Don't shame, Daddy. You know, she, she's just—I see, she, she, she doesn't like, uh, uh, you know, ladybug today. I don't know what that's about.
2: Everybody likes ladybug. Yeah.
14: How could you not like ladybug?
2: Ladybug's one that doesn't like anybody.
1: <laughs>
14: because she's chihuahua. Well, she's chihuahua. Couldn't you get the real dog? No. I you many times. Uh,
2: she's not chihuahua. She's uh, Jack else. Russell, miniature pincher, Maltese. Whatever.
14: Oh, Maltese. There's at least, at least. One one, one breed is the good inside. Hey. Anyway. She, <laughs> She's a sweetheart. She's hey, a nice one. Hey hey hey. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> where is the pet coming? Shoot me in the butt. Pamela, how are you doing?
16: I'm fine. How are you?
14: Good. Where are you today?
16: Today I'm in South Carolina. I'm from Indiana, and I'm an over-the-road truck driver.
1: Well, welcome to the show. I have Dr. Debbie right here.
16: Hi. Yes. And I'm a fellow Hi. Hoosier, too, by the way. <laughs> well, great. That's wonderful. I have two questions. I have a uh, three-and-a-half-year-old Cocker Spaniel. And he's has, uh, just on the last week and a half, excessive tear tearing, and it's kind of okay. a white mucus, and it's just uh, more than normal.
4: Okay, and is he doing anything else with his eyes, rubbing, scratching, squinting them, anything like that? No, but we have been in some extremely cold weather. And as far as has he been on mini- medications, anything else involving the eyes, respiratory system, anything like that?
16: The only thing new for him is that we did put him on blue uh, dog food, canned food. and okay. uh, But he's not having any other reactions with that. No stool change to speak of or anything. He's mm-hmm. adjusted that pretty well. But we've been trying to clean them with fresh water, you know, about three times a day. Mm -hmm. But um, I didn't know if that's something we should be concerned about or if it's just a change in weather.
4: Well, I'm not terribly troubled by what you're describing. And what I'd classify as normal eye goo, (laughs) eye boogers, if we'll talk about that kind of thing on the air, I guess, Um, we can typically see in dogs a a dry, kind of a crusty brown, which is normal. And some dogs will see kind of a a mucus, like kind of a grayish, whitish, Booger, if you will. Um, so those can be normal variations for dogs. What I don't like to see are going to be things that are yellow, green, kind of truly more of a, uh, can I say hawker? <laughs> I guess I can, but more like a boogery booger. That that is a bad eye booger. Um, That tells us more about infection, um, something else going on in there. Um, And now if we're having a lot of water tearing, that can be a sign of um, either irritation or something else going on within the eye itself. So it's a little challenging to say from what you're describing. Um, If it's a pattern beyond the norm, anytime I see that, um, you know your dog and you know what's normal for for your pet. If this is veering beyond that, uh, it might be worthwhile looking at. But in general, um, uh, the pattern of whitish um, eye mattering isn't always a bad thing. So um, I'd really be looking for other signs that there could be some problems, scratching, rubbing, redness, any of those type of things.
16: No, it just seems to bother us more than it does him. Just <laughs> 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 have to look at it. <laughs> but I gotta tell you,
4: I'm. I'm with you. I am an eye booger person, so any pet that comes into my hospital, it's kind of like I can't control it. I'm sitting there examining the dog, and my fingers kind of work towards the eye and wipe the eye booger out. It's just something I've been doing since I've been a kid, and I, I don't know. It's a quirk. <laughs> so I'm with you.
1: I do that, too. That's really right. weird that somebody else actually mentioned that they do that. one 405 8405 Thanks for your call, Pamela. Good luck
7: on that. Uh,
16: can I ask you one more thing? Sure. Well, uh, we also have two cats that we're trying to convert to uh, a more holistic food. And we've tried them on Solistic and also on Blue. One cat takes to it. The other one has been like two weeks now and hasn't eaten.
4: She hasn't eaten for how long?
16: She hasn't had any dry food or she hasn't eaten any of the uh, new canned food in almost two weeks.
4: Oh. Holy crap. I'm sorry. That, that's a bad.
16: She's cat. She's about 23 pounds
4: okay that's a problem yeah and if you're doing a food change or in any other situation a cat that does not eat for two to three days does not eat anything that is a medical problem you need to go see your vet um... cats cannot go long periods of time without eating and this is opposite than dogs dogs can go days weeks if they had no food and they can survive a cat if they do not take in any nutrition orally they can go into a problem called hepatic lipidosis. And it's basically where their liver goes into a shutdown. And overweight cats are very prone to this. So I would say if that is accurate and you're sure your kitty hasn't eaten anything for that time frame, you need to take them to the vet because that could be a real problem.
16: So in the meantime, I need to get her back on her dry food again also.
4: Yeah. If you have switched the okay. food and she doesn't have access to what she liked or what she's familiar with, I would offer that. But if she doesn't go to that immediately, I would take her right to the vet. Okay. All right. I will okay. do that.
1: Thank you for there your is. call today, Pamela. one 405 Dr. Debbie answering your vet medical questions. A dog father, Joy Volani with your grooming questions. Animal communicator, Joy Turner is also here. Bridging that spiritual gap as well as Vladi, the world famous Russian dog wizard. Toll free. I feel like we're supposed to go to the phones. Are we going? Yes,
2: we are. Line two.
1: Line two. Who's on line two? Michelle. Hi, Michelle. How are you? You want to talk to Joey, right? I feel so... Distant. I do. You're on. I <laughs> don't
12: Hi, Michelle. What can I do for you? Hi there. Um, we've got a Dalmatian. His name is Michael. He's 14 and a half, and his hips are about gone on him. He has a lot of problems, you know, walking. He falls a lot, and we've blocked off the stairs. We've done everything we can to help him, and it, it seems to be okay, my question is, is he ready to go? I just don't know whether he's unhappy. I, I don't I don't know if he's in a lot of pain. I, I can't sense that with him. Okay, well, he says he wants me to tell you he is loving his life, and he understands that this is hard, but he is not anywhere close to being ready to go yet. Good, okay, okay. He, wants, he says he'll tell you that you need to think about it When he becomes more listless, because that's when he thinks he has a lot of heart. He thinks that he's really kind of making the best of what could be considered a bad situation. Okay. And he wants to just keep making the best of it as long as he can continue to motivate. And he's not opposed to um, what he calls the wheels, you know, those kind of little carts that you can put dogs in. Yeah, he just wants to stay around as long as he possibly can. Wonderful. Okay, Joy, thank you so much. I appreciate it.
1: Thanks for your call. We have a great week. We'll see you next week for more Animal Radio right here.
3: Bye bye.
13: Bye
5: guys. Always
9: adopt. Don't declaw.
6: This is
0: Animal Radio.
15: Network. Network.